Hello and welcome to the podcast that explores the Heartlands Entertainment Industries. I'm Brian. I'm Kelly. And we're back with a brand new, brand spanking new, shiny, shimmery, shiny, shimmering episode with you. Yes. Always excited <laughs> to be here with with new stuff. I know. I, I love new new stuff, new uh, new exciting adventures. Uh, I'd I'd love to hear one of your new exciting adventures before we get into the episode's exciting oh, adventures, Brian. I'll tell you because I feel like I need uh, to catch up with you. I'll tell you about a brand new adventure that I have just gone on my new quest slash voyage. Yes. So, what are you doing now that you are that you're doing from your home right. in a weird way, but probably <laughs> is really rational, but like kind of like a bunker person. Go. So as you all know, I am the gardening type. I have a nice vegetable garden in the back and it's doing quite well. Quite Gilly's well. Garden. Gilly's Garden, hashtag Gilly's Garden. You can follow the progress. <laughs> so I got my freaking tomatoes. I got mm-hmm. me my cabbages that have been yeah. eaten alive by worms, which mm. is a whole different thing. Okay, I have a, it's, it's not worms. They're these white moths that just, oh. mm, they just gnaw on my freaking cabbages. Mm. And I can't stop them hmm. because they're not big enough for me to shoot. <laughs> you just need if bigger they were bugs. Big enough, that'd be terrifying. You just need bigger bugs, Brian. I just I'll need ask my bugs. father. That's yeah. his literal job is to help gardeners and farmers like you. Yeah. Use integrated pest management to take care of your pest issues. These freaking white moths will not go away. And hmm. I don't like it. But <laughs> I've been having the most luck with my freaking cucumbers. The cucumbers, this is my first year growing cucumbers and they yeah. have taken the garden. They That's just, amazing. They just vine out and they just take over everything. So like the green beans and the tomatoes and the cabbages and everything, they're doing great. But the cabbages have just taken up all space. <laughs> and I never realized that the cucumber plants, you get one cucumber plant, you get like 10 or 15 cucumbers off of one plant. Oh, really? I didn't know that either. Going. So I now have just a giant plethora of cucumbers that like, I don't know what to do with. I like cucumbers, but I don't like it that much. Like, cucumber what am I going to do? <laughs> yeah, put them in my salad, like use one as a doorstop. Like what else could I use? These Sell them for? to some interested ladies. Yeah, I don't know yeah, yeah, exactly. what we're doing with the cucumbers. So what are you doing with your cucumbers? I freaking pickled them. You pickled tried- them? I pickled my cucumbers for the first time. That totally sounds like it could be taken the wrong way. Pickle, like cucumbers. pickle Rick. Pickle Ooh. Rick. So yeah, so my my cucumbers, you get you grow specific uh, pickling cucumbers, uh, and they lit. This literally looks like it should have eyes and a mouth and a it tomato. It looks like Larry. It's yeah. Larry the cucumber. <laughs> but I pickled these things for the first time. It did the whole canning process and stuff. And let me tell yeah. you. I make some dang good. Pretty pickles. good. Are we Freaking selling? Are is Oki Show Show selling pickles now? That's Oki what I'm Show hearing. Show, we might have to get into the pickling market. <laughs> this whole. I think we should corner the pickling out. market next. Let's we'll get, get the yeah. podcast and pickles. Buy some. Oh my goodness. Oki Show Show pickles. I like it. Well, the one you just had in your hand looked literally like the giant ones that you get like at like a ball game. Like the oh, that's yeah. like that's humongous. Yeah. Or like that one weirdo at a movie that eats, yes, that chooses the pickle. That was always me. Pickle. Always me. You That's were always me. Freak. I love pickles. I'm always gonna get the big pickle. I'll get the small pickles. I'll get any kind of pickle. I love pickles. Fried pickles. Come now, on. Have you ever eaten a pickle like this? I feel like that <laughs> is a question that would be considered inappropriate with HR, Brian. I've this never most, eaten a pickle like that. How dare you? This is the most awkward looking pickle. So what is that? That doesn't look like a pickle. I le- that looks like a gourd. It looks like it's, a gourd. Yeah. So this is another cucumber. And I've found that like cu- the cucumbers will either grow out like normal red blooded American cucumbers. Right. Or they'll come up as like a haggard weird, banshee cucumber. Yeah. Like weird, like <laughs> innuendo stricken gourd looking thing <laughs> that's the weirdest thing ever yeah okay it, for the listeners it's a cucumber but it's a crooked and once one side is very bulbous and the other is very long and flaccid it's looking. very unattractive just it, paint it, that picture for you 
<laughs> I just, I just don't know. Like, what do you, you obviously you can't pickle that. I, How do you well, get that in a jar? You have to get a bigger jar. I technically could pickle it, you just but have to cut I'd, it. I'd have to like cut it all up and everything. You don't want to. And I mean, like, it, it's really, it feels like more of a souvenir than, <laughs> than anything. Ryan is starting to get really weird with his pickles. He's getting weird, weird pickles, all the weird cucumbers he starts putting on his walls next to yeah. our like Oki show show, any award we get, plus all his weird pickles, <laughs> weird cucumbers. So but now you know I'm what? Gonna, I'm going to have to start pickling other things. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to pickle an egg. Beets, eggs. Yes. Yeah. You can pickle some kimchi for me. Pickle your cabbage. Ooh, kimchi. Oh, ooh, that's a good idea. Mm. See, I love all this local stuff. I'm telling you, I like it. Yeah. You're, you're going to have to start like doing a local garden, like meetup for right? Oki Show Show fans and just like have a little farmer's market with other people. I'm saying, well, and I'll tell you what, speaking of local stuff. Uh, yeah. Today, we are talking to the uh, Film Commission liaison for the El Reno Film Commission. This is a brand new film commission, bright eyed and shiny, just like today's episode. <laughs> and they've got some just really, really cool stuff that they're offering for the film industry. Unfortunately, no pickles are included yet. No pickles, yet. but never say never because they have a lot of farmland. So, Brian, there's they hope. Do. There's hope. So let's go to our conversation with Mr. Steve Maddox from the El Reno Film Commission. So we're here with Steve Maddox, the commission chairman liaison from the El Reno Film Commission. Welcome to the Okie Show Show, sir. Glad to be here. Very glad. I'm so excited to talk to you because this is a brand spanking new film commission. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's an it's a awesome time in our film industry history right now for this to, to be going on. So real quick, introduce yourself to, to our listeners. Um, what exactly is the El Reno Film Commission? Well, um, again, I'm Steve Maddox. I've grown up in El Reno, lived here all my life. I'm an AI uh, developer. I write apps as well for American Quarters Association. And uh, I kind of got into this uh, about two years ago. Um, my wife was very annoyed with me because I can be annoying and, uh, <laughs> without trying. And uh, <laughs> I think I was hanging around the house a little too much. And she said, Steve, very, very, very sternly looked at me, you need to get a hobby. <laughs> and uh, so I said, all right. And then I thought immediately thought about golf, but then I realized, no, no, it's not yeah. going to get any better. I'm just going to get angrier. <laughs> yeah, waste a lot of money. So, you know, I thought, well, let's do something else. We just uh, moved into this beautiful, beautiful home, uh, a block away from our last home in El Reno. And, uh, but it had some really nice, uh, features to it. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to put it on scouts. And then I began talking to SP Eaton, who's a, a personal friend of mine, and uh, we grew up together and uh, uh, getting some feedback from him. And he's one of my advisors now for the um, film commission. Yeah. And uh, I really got a lot of interest in it. And I wanted to learn more about it. So I put it on scouts. And then I had a director uh, from Lifetime contact me and come out and look at the house and we kind of walked around and everything and we just kind of hit it off you know sometimes you just kind of have that chemistry with, with people yeah and uh, so we just became good friends and um he'd come over we'd you know we'd cook dinner we'd go out to eat and they'd be able to come down here and just kind of chill a little bit as they're out scouting and then i thought you know what uh he sent me the script and i just read it uh, because they were going to use our home for several of the scenes and then i thought you know what there's about eight places in arena and i got him seven and uh, so that was my first time to get into this. And I found that I was able to, because of being in business, the way that I've always been all my life, writing software for new businesses, I can get a business model pretty quickly. And I picked up on a lot of it pretty fast. And uh, as it turns out, the movie was shot here. We had no issues whatsoever. All the properties that were shot in El Reno for the same movie, we had no issues, everybody was happy. And uh, they ended up giving me a part in the movie. So I got to play uh, Judge Trevor King I took a bribe. I was a dirty oh, judge. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> cool. And I even got a, I even got a credit. Yeah. Right, hey. right above the trained animals. There so, you go. That's a win. That's awesome. Debut. <laughs> so then I began talking to the city leaders. You know, we know the mayor and some of the city councilmen and, uh, you know, they all share the same thing. And then I was talking, I was showing some other property um, back in probably, I think, July of last year. And uh, that's whenever um, the location manager said, you know what, El Reno has got so much character and so much going for it. But right now, if I want to film a movie, I have to go talk to Main Street, 
chamber of commerce and I have to go up and get the permit and uh, everything was so disjointed. So I thought, well, you know, we can streamline that a lot. So I began reading about it and understanding how they all worked. As it turns out, you know, we could, could have just done a liaison and uh, been underneath the economic development in town, but I don't like, you know, I, I'm not saying politics are in our town, but politics are in our town. <laughs> yeah. Every town. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't really want to be involved with that because that would just get in the way of what, what I, what I thought that we would be able to do. So that's whenever we came up with the idea of starting our own commission. Uh, cool. And it was the right thing to do because on the commission, I'm able to get uh, members of, uh, you know, uh, an appointee from the fire department, the police department, uh, uh, the Cheyenne and Arapahoe, the uh, Canadian Valley Botech, Redlands, um, the city. And so now that I've got all of them on my team, uh, we can make things happen fast. We're not, we've got our own budget. We've got our own entity, so we're standalone. So we can develop a website like you guys have seen, the Facebook page. We can do all this stuff without having to, to go through, you know, different types of channels mm. to be able to achieve something. We can move quickly. So we were able to yeah. do that. I got to really get a, a real understanding of the, the city and all the different properties that we have that are city-owned. We're almost unusual in the fact that we own a hospital that's now going to be empty in a couple months, about one month. Wow. Oh, the, yeah. city, the city of El Reno owns it. Oh, wow. That's yes. cool. So right now we have a um, emergency room that's running out of there, but we're also building a new hospital that will be finished sometime in August. Once it is, they'll move out. And then we've got the hospital that essentially, you know, do whatever we, we want to with it. I mean, we mm -hmm. want to, you know, be able to make it into a real hub for filmmaking. And uh, it's, you know, 30,000 square foot. Uh, I think it's 48 rooms, but it's got offices. It's got all types of different things in it. I've got a plan to zone it all off and do some really fun things with it because, a place like that can be anything. It can be a uh, oh, dude, a soundstage. Dorm. Yeah, a soundstage, a dorm. It yeah. can be. Uh, it can be just about anything. But it's also got a lot of offices in it that we can let you know productions office out of while they're. Oh yeah. You know. oh, <laughs> so cool. we've got a lot of opportunity there. But I mean, it doesn't stop with that. I mean, we've got, uh, you know, we own the golf course, so the golf course is ours, and um, the uh, all the schools. And since I've got a member of the school board who's on our commission, he's really, really, really film friendly. In fact, we've done that. There's been a lot of uh, lifetime movies uh, mm -hmm. that have been filmed recently in El Reno using the high school and using the football field. Yeah. And yeah. so they've got some experience with it and they were very, very keen to, to keep doing it. But then, but to be able to have a focus on, you know, to make sure that it's economic for them, they are protected, uh, you know, to where, you know, that whenever you have to have somebody there all day, that person's going to get reimbursed. So the city doesn't have to take a bite on that. Yeah. So <clears throat> all those conversations were uh, leading up to, um, I, I, I penned a uh, formal business plan, a proposal, a five-year plan. And uh, the city council liked it. And uh, so they went ahead and said, yeah, yeah, let's do it. And they get, they awarded us a budget. And uh, then we began jumping all over it and trying to do some creative things that are a little bit different than other communities do because we're a different community, you know? And yeah. uh, the enthusiasm that we've received here in town, you know, I expected a lot of backlash because, you know, I get on some of the, the Facebook groups <laughs> that are online and it's just, you know, it just... It's like, I, yeah. I can't, first of all, first of all, and I don't want to sound like a snot, but <laughs> you know, there's a difference between there and there, and there's a difference right, yeah. between two and two. Yeah. And, you know, all these people get on there and they start getting angry and it that starts in the, in the in what, what they're saying. And that's, sorry, it's off a little tangent there, but that's First thing that happens on I mean, a Facebook tangent is grammar goes out the grammar window. Grammar goes out the window. And, yeah. I mean, just a little yeah. bit, just, just a little bit, yeah. please. And, uh, but I expected to get a lot of feedback, uh, the negative feedback from trying to do this. And uh, the only person that I got was uh, one person, I don't know who it was, uh, said, oh, we don't want all that traffic getting in our way. She lives in yeah. Mustang. She lives in Mustang, not even yeah. in El Reno. I love that that's the biggest objection. <laughs> but the traffic the, will be- The traffic up. will be yeah. terrible. Well, and see, but that's one thing that, that we can do right now, especially with as tight as we are with everybody because we're a commission, um, I, I can, once we get the permit and we understand where it's going to be shot, I can control that. I can work with the, you know, say, Hey, yeah. we really can't park here, but I've got you this church over here two blocks away. We have transportation arranged we, with a lot of different ways that we can make that happen. Oh, so it has okay. less impact on our citizens, which is something that we want to do. We want to be able to protect the citizens. So yeah. every shoot that we do is a positive experience. You know, that's that's, great. Uh, it's, it's just good business. Yeah. And on that note, I actually kind of have a, a specific a specific question about lockups because that's <clears throat> one of the <clears throat> pardon me while I die. We have 
uh, a common issue on a lot of sets that are shot on location where we need we need to own a road not because we're shooting on the road but we're because we're shooting on the house that's next to that road so we don't have traffic driving by our lockups and that kind of thing <clears throat> where we we actually can own the road is that a thing that y'all are able to do yes and uh kind of take a moment and explain to you the I'm going to nerd out for a moment. So do just, it. Go, go for, for it. it. Yeah. We okay. love it. Again, I'm an app developer and a, I'm an AI developer and I write software and, uh, but I also build the backend systems and everything. So without going into details and getting lost in the weeds on that, what I've done is I've developed a system that's working right now and uh, I haven't had the opportunity to use it yet, but I've got one coming up. And uh, so essentially the backend system begins with the, on our website, we have the permit. So you can go in with the permit. The permit is location centric. Meaning that okay. you come in, you fill out your overall information for your overall project, but then you add a, uh, you get a little button there and you hit add, you add the new uh, location, whatever the address is. And then at that point, we begin what's called a, a location plan. Okay. The location plan is everything that's going to be required at that location. So they go ahead and fill that out and then we'll go out and we'll have a visit to the property. Now at this, this point, this is where the, the nerd in me came out. I said, I have, I have an idea. And uh, so I, I created an app that runs on my phone right now. It can run on anybody's phone, but I'm only going to let, you know, our commissioners use it now. But yeah. uh, where I, you, you and I can walk up to the property and you can say, all right, Steve, this street over here, this, uh, you know, uh, Jenkins, which is right here, we're going to shut that off between two and, you know, 4 p.m. or two and 8, 8 a.m., just how, whatever duration of time. And, uh, but whenever that happens, if you're going to need security and you're going to need this or that, all that is already baked into the software. Now, when I'm sitting in the yard, you could be sitting there right beside me and I can show you, okay, so you want this street to this street. And then I use augmented reality and I just grab a little something and I put it on there and I say, okay, this is, this is a, you know, a barrier here and a barrier here. Do you need security? Yes, you'll need security. So we'll need two policemen here. Once we do all that, we get all this stuff. I'm, 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 I'm not telling you all the details of it all. I'm just telling you kind of the highlights. This so sounds I'm, freaking it's <laughs> This is so cool. Very cool. <laughs> so what happens then after uh, we go through it and we set up the, the location plan for however many locations you have, you're going to be shooting at, um, immediately after I submit it, it goes out to the um, police department, or the fire department or whomever is going to be responsible for approving it. They sign off on it. Once everybody in the office signs off on it, then it, then the, the plan goes in and it's, it's solidified. It, it, it's flag changes to, Hey, this is an active uh, thing that's going to happen. Uh, the person, whoever the location manager is, is going to get a uh, just an estimate, not an invoice yet, just an estimate of everything. So they know, you know, there's going to be security is going to be here for, for X amount of time. And then we're going to have this for X amount of time or fire department. So they need they need a fire department and a police car there for mm. the shop. Uh, all that is kind of baked into it. But then they'll know, you know, mo monetarily how much they're going to, uh, you know, be. Uh, need need to budget in for that, and I think mm -hmm. that's the important thing. But the, the greatest part of it is, once everybody signs off on it, then that location manager gets a email with a PDF of the location, where the um, the the roads are closed, what security is going to be there, little details of all that, and then they sign off on it, and then we're we're, we're off and going. Wow, so this is system. so cool. Yeah, that is like I'm so streamlined. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's really the only. I'm, way I'm looking at the website right now, and it's like this is uh, possibly the most technologically efficient uh procedure that i've ever seen that's so cool yeah it's it's pretty sweet and it works great right now i just i'm, I'm ready to put it through its paces you can put it through 100 different paces uh whenever you're you're uh beta testing something and yeah. uh you know I, I can say okay to my daughter ali okay you're shooting a movie where where's it going to be so we'll go and we'll you know we'll try it out and uh, it's, it's working fine. I'm just ready to, to, to really get after it. I know that everything's kind of ramping up. Everybody's getting their money from the uh, rebate, figure out how much they're going to qualify for and all that. So I, I'm assuming things are going to start picking up soon. We're getting a lot of calls. So, That's so cool. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to try it out. Now, and then also one other thing that we'll do that um, uh, it somehow gets lost in, uh, in the, the, the pre-production whenever they're, you know, they, they, they choose a location, they do all everything, they, they know everything they want to do. But letting the businesses in the neighborhood that they're going to be shooting at understand and know when uh, oh. this is going to be happening. Normally, yeah. you know, they'll get something, they'll go put on a wall or on a door, the wall, yeah. on, on somebody's door, <laughs> put on a wall, we're going to have some issues. Uh, <laughs> but you know, but, but um, what we're going to do is I have, I have other helpers that uh, we'll print those out. We'll go, we'll just go handle that. That mm. way we know it's done 
Liechtenstein because part of my job is also to protect the citizens. Right. And, uh, yeah. To let them know what's going on whenever they have a location, make sure that, you know, the insurance, they have insurance, they have the mm. contract, you know, all, all things like that. But all, all that's already baked into the system. So, you know, I've got checks and balances in there that, uh, you know, like my personality, the annoying thing where it says, hey, hey, do they have their insurance? Yeah. They have their insurance. They have their insurance. So, all of this sounds like a location manager's absolute like dream. dream. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's well, so and, cool. Well, I thought that was a, it was an interesting uh, way that we haven't figured out how to market it yet. It's like, you know, get this new thing, you get this shiny new toy, and you got to figure out yeah. how to play with it. And I don't know yeah. what to do yet. But I thought that it would be something that could be marketed because uh, as much as I, you know, well, I love Oklahoma, I've lived here all my life, I loved El Reno, I lived in it all my life. But, you know, I'm a kind of a competitive guy. And uh, yeah. so I look at, you know, other communities around the, the state and I want to help them. I want them to help us. We're not going to have everything at all, you know, but we're going to, yeah. what we do have, you know, we're, we're, we're going to really uh, uh, put it out there and make it easy for everybody to use and ho- hopefully find a way to market the, the streamline process that, that we've set up. Yeah. Ah, yeah. That's I would so assume cool. a lot of people would want something like that. I mean, once you use something like that, then having to go back and go through all the checks and all the processes and making sure you're not missing any single thing yeah. will be a lot more stressful than doing right. that. She gets it. She gets it. <laughs> yeah. I like it. <laughs> can, can you patent this in some way and, and sell it off to the, all the other film commissions? Yeah, that's incredible. Well, before I begin writing any software, I, uh, I, I always, you can't really patent software, but you can, you, you have protections. I don't want to get into all that, but, yeah. but we do have protections that we do on real and everything. Every app that I've seen into the app store, we do the same thing with, you know, but there's nothing that's going to stop somebody from taking the idea. But uh, yeah. the concept with it is to do it better and do it cheaper than everybody else. And uh, that's one thing that we've done quite a bit throughout our career. And I'm looking at your website. You're, you're, I, I have to compliment you on your website because it's very, very well put together and just very comprehensive. And uh, the list of locations that you have here is is just awesome. Yeah, and what, those... what is what what's something about El Reno about the locations of El Reno that makes it stand out from other other places? Well, you'll notice on the website one of the taglines is uh, it's a chameleon effect. Yeah, and uh, here's where that came from. Whenever I was driving the the the, the director for that first movie mm-hmm. around. Uh, you know, we drove from our neighborhood, which is a, uh, you know, this house is built in 1935, you know, and all the homes around here are just kind of larger, you know, older homes, uh, real pretty neighborhood. And um, so we drove around here, but then I I drove by all the different properties that I already had in line for him. And uh, he said, this town is like a chameleon, isn't it? And well, that hit me, that states, you know, directly wired in my brain at that point, because it is, because you go from our area, uh, which is just just a nice kind of catch-all area. 13 minutes was shot three houses down from us. Oh, cool. One of the big scenes was. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, they, uh, or we got in the car and we drove. And then before you know it, you're in a kind of a working class area. Mm. And uh, as all towns have, but then right on the other side of that, you're into a very, very higher end, you know, you know big, large, new homes. Right over that, you go down, then we're uh, in, in almost an agricultural area. Oh, wow. Then we hit the lake area where with the lake and the golf course and everything. And then back on the other side of that, then we can go to um, the, where all the, the athletics and everything all occur. Uh, it, it's just, it's such a diverse area. We recently had a mixer where I invited, uh, you know, a bunch of people. I think you guys all got invites to it. And, yeah. Uh, but uh it was a uh, just a mixture to, to take everybody on a bus tour with air conditioning and uh, <laughs> around town. And then we went and turned the hall and walked, got out and turned the hospital. And uh, but we want that's what we wanted to really demonstrate was the diversity because we can accommodate large films, small films. I don't care if it's a um, student film or if mm-hmm. it's a Scorsese type film, you know, they're all going to get the same uh, support and they're all going to see the same thing that you can be in agriculture at a farmhouse out in the middle of nowhere, where it looks like you're out in the middle of nowhere, but you're also two minutes from town. Which is excellent if you're trying to make some time switching yeah. locations. <laughs> and, and then it just, it's just the logistics of yeah. filming and shooting and trying to keep everything as compact as we can. We've got plenty of hotel rooms now. We've got uh, Airbnb all over the place. A lot, mm-hmm. lot of my uh, friends who own, own homes and extra homes are always willing to do. 
the amount of people that have wanted to put their homes and say, yep, you can use my home uh, has been amazing. But the problem is I haven't tapped that yet because they want us to come out and take pictures. And it's like, oh. and that's not something that we're ready to do yet. Uh, there's another company that has some pretty good ideas on how to make that happen. And um, I'm anxious to see what happens with that because I've got a Facebook post that imagine this with really tiny type full of people that say, yeah, put our house on there, put our house on there. And I said, well, can you have some pictures or use this link? Cause you can go directly into our database. Uh, if you use this link and upload your pictures, yeah. no, no, couple <laughs> people, but uh, most of them want us to come the out. Pictures that you do have up right now are, I mean, like you just, you can, uh, for the listeners, if you want to go to their website, ertvfilm.org, <clears throat> you can look at all the different locations. I'm just going to read off a few. You've got the airport, the colonnade ballroom, um, got the downtown area, center theater, Memorial Field, the whole, the whole high school, the hospital, Lake El Reno. Uh, I mean, like it's, you just have all these just really cool places and you do have some pictures on here uh, for all those location scouts out there that are looking for cool spots. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, I, dude, I love looking through location pictures because I- Me too. Like, I'm like, ooh, we could shoot. Like, yeah, well, just you would imagine a scene there just immediately like, yeah. oh, man. Hey, uh, Brian, if you look on there on one of those, uh, I think on the news post, you'll see a that that bar. We, we put a picture of our house on there because at that point, oh, I want cool. to make a couple public homes. So that picture that I was telling you about with the bar. With, with the, the bar? Yeah. Oh. That, that's on there somewhere. I know it is. I've seen it. Uh, I think it's under news or it's uh, under the Williams yeah. house. That's, the, the Williams house is our home. So uh, that's cool. Yeah, so we put that on there, so, you know, because I just needed to get a home. And then I think yeah. there's actually the very first week after we did the website, I asked my wife, you know, it was the one who got me into this whole thing to begin with. I said, you got to write something up. And so my wife's been very ill, but uh, she's better now. And uh, so she had enough energy. to typed that out and uh, made a little, uh, just a quick little story about how we kind of got into this whole thing. That's wow. So cool. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about the contest. You have some contests listed on your website here. Yeah. That are intriguing. Well, and here's why. Um, I wanted uh, to do, uh, you, you know, like a crowdsourced um, way to get, uh, you know, photographs of El Reno that are more than just the kind of photographs that Josh would go out and take or I'd go out and take or someone would just take, you know, just I wanted something that would show what it looks like without anybody there, like in the fairgrounds, or whatever, just without, you know, just empty, because that's important to be able to see that, understand the space. But also, I like the idea of being able to show the different, you know, the different events that are going on and the creativity of our citizens uh, to let that come through. So we've decided to have a contest. We're going to do this once every two months. And uh, with that contest, uh, though, we, we've got it separated into the downtown area, because the downtown area itself can hold a lot of different uh, possibilities for for pictures from within the buildings and even within the unfinished buildings which we have a lot of that are absolutely they are so cool we want to do something with that someday but all the different events we have the different festivals we have i want to get some of that in there i i obviously i want the the, the photos that the location managers are going to want to see but i wanted to, to be able to have that full picture uh that they can get a real feel for you know, the, the who El Reno is and uh, the enthusiasm. So we ran our first two contests. We had one that was El Reno at large. And uh, the winner of that was this beautiful picture of the lake. I mean, absolutely stunning picture of the lake. And uh, then we had another one of one of our, uh, uh, some of our buildings downtown that was just really, really creative and really smart. And uh, so we're going to be putting all that together so that he can see that. But that was a way for us to be able to start gathering a bunch of photos without having to, again, hire a photographer yeah. or go out and plan a way to do it. And so we, we got, we had a really, really nice response to that. I'm trying to get some, we've got a lot of Westerns that are uh, going to be coming down the pike in the next several months. So I need to get some, uh, some ranch and some, uh, you know, some, some scapes of, you know, just uh, wide open plains. And, yeah. Uh, oh, so, yeah. So the next one, I think I'm going to do Do what? Is it El Reno's full of... As I say, yes, he got those. We got a lot of that. We got a lot of that. The LA people that have never seen the giant windmills, that's... It's not My in Reno, daughter it's like is obsessed with those. Yeah, <laughs> Everly, she saw them for the first time not too long ago, I feel like, and paid attention, and she just kept talking about them. She was just taken with them, and they are so cool. I mean, it, it's amazing to see. Yeah. I, uh, I, I took my granddaughter out the other day and, uh, you know, my wife has a little convertible. And so, uh, we get out her baby seat. She's three. <laughs> uh, 
that are in the front seat, but you can face forward now, which is mm-hmm. new because they have to face backwards when they're a little bit younger. So anyway, we put her in that, put her sunglasses on because it was sunny. And we went out driving and uh, went around the lake. And then we came back and then she saw the water tower and she said, Pops, oh. Pops, Pops, what is that? I said, that is our water tower. That's how you have water in your house. And sunglasses, eyes about that big. It's just like, Pops, what do you mean? How does that happen? Uh, I'm not going to explain physics to you. You'll figure that out. Later. Yeah. <laughs> just her yeah. mind is exploding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, uh, but, but, but that's funny you talked about that because we've got the two big water towers. We've got the original water tower, which is uh, coming in when you come into town to the older section. And then in the newer section, which, you know, that's what drives the water for the, all the new builds and the new additions and everything everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's such a, the, those, the competition, like is such a great way to engage the community and keep them excited about like this happening in your area. Like we yeah. want, you know, like, I just think that's an excellent, excellent idea. Well, whenever they did, um, yeah. you know, we had two uh, uh, Zachary Levi movies that were done here back to back. Boom, boom. We had uh, Unbreakable Boy, which yes. done actually at the hospital. Mm. And then we had uh, American Underdog, which is I'm a huge football fan. Huge. Football yeah. Fan. Kurt Warner was on my fantasy football team. I would try to get him. I'd trade up to get him every single time. <laughs> he breaks his yeah. finger. And, uh, you know, <laughs> but the greatest show on or the greatest show on turf was one of my favorite things. And that's why it was so great because I was able to actually talk to the, uh, the location manager whenever he was coming out and I got to meet him. I got a lot of incredible feedback from him on El Reno and a lot of things that he had talked about have been incorporated into what we do now. Uh, mm. So we really listened. But what was really great about it was the enthusiasm. And uh, whenever I took I took big note of the enthusiasm for 13 minutes for Stillwater and then mm-hmm. for uh, American mm-hmm. Underdog and everybody in town, the buzz was great. And not very many people were complaining. Uh, the things they were complaining about, they went up on my, my I got a little board that says these are things that I've got to make sure don't ever happen again. And it's like the traffic, but they didn't know that. Okay, yeah. there's a school zone. This is this is a school. This is where everybody goes to pick up their kids. At right. Every, and every soccer mom in El Reno is there. And uh, so, but that's whenever they were setting up and everything. Those are things that we'll be able to uh, help to, to help the citizens and to really keep the enthusiasm going because we'd have a couple poor showings yeah. so we can end up with a problem that would take a while to correct. Say you've got a project that you're filming tomorrow, but what's that? There's construction that started across the street next to the overpopulated dog kennel? If only there was a better, more controlled environment to shoot your movie at. A magical place where the location owner doesn't change their mind last minute and send you scrambling to find a new spot to shoot your high school themed alien invasion murder mystery. Where is this land of milk and honey and craft services? Green Pasture Studio in Oklahoma City is a 12 acre campus boasting over 8,000 square feet of Hollywood grade soundstage, plus standing sets including a high school, police station, hospital, bar, a full house, and a wooded back lot. The campus has everything a filmmaker might need to elevate their production, so why not build your dream at Oklahoma's premier soundstage? You can learn more at greenpasturesstudio.com. Green Pastures Studios, so much more convenient than your ex-girlfriend's dad's house. Hey there, film folks. If you're trying to get your project made, I gotta tell you about my friends over at ngpfilm.com. If you are in the state of Oklahoma and you need equipment to get your project made, you need to go to NGP. They've got camera equipment, grip and electric equipment, sound equipment, production gear, stuff for your locations, pretty much everything. And if they don't have it, they're going to help you find it. Their customer service and support is out of this world. Literally, if you're in the middle of your day and you need extra gear, they will come to where you are and drop the stuff off. Or they have a super convenient night pickup and drop off. So you can call them, they'll leave it in these really cool little bins with a code that they give you, and then you show up and you put the code in, and then voila, you got the gear. And then when you're done with the gear, you come back, you leave it in the drop-off, you put the lock back on, and then shazam, your day's over at three in the morning. NGPfilm.com is pretty much the best thing Oklahoma Film has to offer. If you have any rentals, anything that you need, check them out, NGPfilm.com. Tell, uh, t- tell us a little bit about the Arapaho Cheyenne community out there, because El Reno is like smack in the middle of the El Reno reserva- or the Arapaho Reservation area. That's that right. right. And mm-hmm. we're, we're all really, really well integrated, and uh, we help them out. They help us out uh, with, with everything. Uh, I, I, my commission member uh, is Clara Bushyhead, 
and uh, she is fantastic. She's very, very busy. So when I can get a minute, it's just like, okay, I got you for a minute. I got you for a minute. Talk <laughs> yeah. Right now. And uh, going to get a lot of things worked out, but she's helping us with photographs and uh, getting a lot of things out there because they have a lot of that wilderness out there. They have Buffalo out there. Oh yeah. And, which uh, is excellent. Yeah. It, it's, it's really, really good. There's a lot of other really interesting properties. There's a, there's an old private school that's out there that uh, has got a really unique look with the vines are kind of going over one section of it. And, mm. uh, so we want, we're, we're hoping to be able to get that in uh, soon to where we can you know, you get filming to occur out there. There's some hoops yeah. to jump through. We have a place, you'll notice, uh, Brian, if you look at my website, my website, our website, <laughs> uh, uh, if you look at it, I don't have Fort Reno. And mm. Fort Reno is an incredible asset. And you, you want to talk about stepping back in time. You walk onto that property and you step back in time. And, um, but there are, there, there are considerations with uh, filming on federal land. Mm. Uh, right. Oh, yeah. I don't want to put anything on the website or show anything to a potential uh, location person, even if I give up, you know, potentially not getting something for El Reno, because I don't want to show that, hey, you could use this house. And then I got to go talk to the person. They say, I can't shoot here. Mm. Right. And, uh, so I want to make sure that I make that as easy as to be. That's why I didn't put uh, Fort Reno on there until I get approval right. to actually be able to shoot. And even if we have to, you know, submit it to them, which I'm sure we do, to be able to uh, get the approval. Well, at that point, I feel comfortable doing it. Yeah. But, Fort Reno is a great asset. Um, you know, I, we, we can talk a little bit too about, uh, you know, the, the rebate and uh, how El Reno is sitting in a great spot. Am I too early for the rebate? Was that no, really no, early? go for it. That's yeah. great. Yeah, we love the rebate. Like, yes. we, we, we just got a major boost to our mm -hmm. state's rebate oh. and it's just so cool. So oh, it was great. I was, I learned so much. Yeah, I'm going to go off to another tangent. Town, you know, <laughs> it's good. We like these. Right here. Um, I learned so much uh, by watching because I watched every debate and, uh, you know, trying to understand who was who and who was the person that didn't want it to happen and why they didn't want it to happen, you know, for color. So, so I can understand because these are questions I know I'm going to get at some point. But I learned so much about uh, the, the legislature that I didn't know, you know, um, and, and watching them and watching how they vote, watching where they're voting from, you know, what, what geographic areas they're voting for and then who are the the, the loudmouths and then who are the people that want to see something happen and I learned a lot yeah. so it was really it was really wonderful to get it to see it happen and to, to watch all the you know everything from the, the studios to uh, all the, the different crew and production people above the line below the line it didn't matter to me the, the excitement was so great and uh, whenever it finally happened I put something on my personal Facebook page I saw this guy doing a break dance and, uh, <laughs> and I said you know uh this is, you know, future footage of me once the uh, bill passes. And I knew I'd get blowback from that from my neighbors. And I did. Yeah. And they were like, uh, all right, Steve, you have to do it in the front yard. So we can walk. <laughs> yeah. I've yet to do it. I'm going to have to get like, a, you know, I'm gonna film it. Yeah. I'll hurt myself. Gonna have to you that. on the top of your website. It's just a GIF yeah. move of you dancing like we're here. Yeah. <laughs> I, could see, I could see my friends using that for the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> to make fun of me. But, you know, we're in a great position in El Reno with rebate um, because we're in a community or a, a county that has less than $250,000. So there, there, there's an additional rebate. Um, and then we are not in a town that's less than 13,000, but we kind of cover a geographic area that is. We have three towns that are right around us that mm -hmm. are less than 13,000. So mm -hmm. I'm working on getting uh, those uh, locations and getting the, 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 the powers that be at those places to want to wanna come on board and let El Reno Film Commission take care of them and to be able to there to be able to there to, to be able to represent them as well because yeah. that's another asset for us because that's that that's that additional fee and as well yeah. everything comes down to money uh, you know if we were ever able at some point which I don't know and I can't make any guarantee this would ever happen but you know if we're ever fortunate enough to uh, uh, hospital could become a uh, uh, soundstage and that's an additional I think two percent and another another two percent if they shoot a uh, series or a series uh, uh, pilot, I believe. Yeah. And yeah. So there's some considerations to be had in that, but yeah. there's also fiscal responsibilities and the city itself is still going to be responsible for that. So there's a lot yeah. of a lot of ifs, ands, and buts to make that happen. But as far as a wish or a dream, we'd do just about anything probably to make that happen. How cool would that uh, I mean that yeah. yeah. This is such an exciting time. It, it is. is. <laughs> well, and, and speaking of wishes and dreams, I, I want to talk about the the five-year plan. Where do you Ooh, yes. see mm. what, what do we see five years in the future? What's the goal? Soundstage. 
Soundstage. Yeah, I like that. We are lucky enough in it and uh, to have a uh, very, very nice airport, a very large airport. Now um, they're building a new terminal. So we're going to have like a real fancy terminal. Uh, you know that the people can come and come and go out of and uh we have an incredibly uh smart and rather like he and i are, are very much alike in in our in our aggression uh for uh, competition i guess you could say yeah and uh so he's really really um involved in making the film commission and the airport work together and mm. uh, we are lucky in the fact that we have one of the longest runways for a uh municipal uh airport in Oklahoma and uh, oh. so we can accommodate uh, you know there's a certain actor that we all know uh, that was in a movie that sounds sounds with Reese uh, <laughs> and uh, I, the, the rumor is that he flies in uh, with his 737 or 727 I don't know what it is to fuel up there because the fuel yeah. is very 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 cheap but then he gets somebody and sends them over to uh, Johnny's Grill to get onion fried cheeseburgers oh, yeah <laughs> Off he goes. Um, oh, that's awesome. I've heard of this Reese. Mm. <laughs> yes. And uh, pretty cool, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool. But that's what an airport that large does. But we have something else that, additional uh, for any of the movie studios out there listening to us. Um, the area that we are in is outside of the Oklahoma City. Uh, it's not controlled by Will Rogers. So mm. it's outside the Oklahoma City air zone or whatever the proper word is for that. So they can come in, fuel up, get and go. If uh, say that um, we build a studio somewhere in the vicinity of that area or somewhere in town, and uh, we're able to, um, people are able to fly in, they can actually uh, store their, uh, their airplane in one of our large hangars. They could stay on the airplane if they're, you know, if they're, they don't want to stay on a, uh, you know, in a hotel room or Airbnb or something <laughs> like that. I mean, they, they really could. It's yeah. something they could do. But the ultimate could, mobile home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Elon Musk. Mode, mode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they fly in, and uh, then the car can take them. They can be on set in seven minutes, do their thing, get on the plane, and gone. I mean, you could do it just over yeah. and over and over. Wow. So it, it puts us into a good position. We also have something for filming that nobody else has. Is uh, if, between our runways, we have our apron and the runway. Well, the apron and the runway, but then in between that we have uh, one of the largest uh, runways that is grass. It's, it's a grass. I don't remember what the right term for it is. Oh. But so then you start looking at, you know, period movies and period things mm. that come in and land on the grass carpet. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 Land freaking B-29 out there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's so cool. cool. Yeah. So, you know, you, you just start looking around and if, if you would give every one of these little things one in, in the good in the good column, then you look at El Reno and we stack up next to anybody. We're going to have as many ones yeah. in our columns anybody else is going to have. God. Excellent. Oh, I'm so I love it. It me so much. <sighs> like, especially ever since the rebate got boosted, we've been getting this massive influx of projects that are just chomping at the bit to shoot here. And I love, it's cool enough to have stuff happening in Oklahoma City. Yeah. But, but to, to get out to our small towns, where all of us are from and we love yeah. and we know things there and we recognize like it's so cool just to see i don't know that for me uh, growing up in oklahoma seeing little blips of towns that i know dearly is so cool not just oklahoma city like i love oklahoma city but it's just i don't know yeah. <gasps> so cool no, it's like see. it's it's just it's perfect it's yes. perfect for it's what we're talking about and i'll say for them for once in my life uh this is the perfect timing because uh, i was talking to the mayor last summer and uh, it all started going now. I'll tell you one thing, something else too that I've learned, another tan tangent alert, tangent alert. Uh, um, I like that you identify them. We don't, we just yeah. get lost in them and then recorrect. So yeah. at least we are giving trail. our audience like, hey, tangent, okay. <laughs> um, well, heck no, I almost forgotten where I was oh, going. Oh, sorry, I tangented you away. No. Um, talking to the mayor. Oh, I was, oh, I was talking to the mayor and um, we were trying to get all this stuff going. The city, or a city, a municipality, I should say. I'm not going to say El Reno because all cities are the same way. They move at a different pace than the corporate world does. Mm -hmm. And the corporate world, it's like when I was saving my budget, you know, for this. And we did that mixer recently, and I was so proud. And I went and told the mayor, I said, you know what? I've only spent ten dollars because I've got the rest of the stuff donated. And uh, he was like, well, let me. I need to explain something to you. <laughs> you need to use your budget, or you don't get one next time. <laughs> you got to uh, use the oh, budget. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, I had to change it up a little bit. But anyway, 
have to answer it back. <laughs> so uh, the timing could not have been any better because uh, Yosef at the uh, Oklahoma uh, TV and Film Commission uh, uh, has or music. They call it over music. at the yeah yeah Yosef from the Yusuf. film from the. I always say film commission, but I think it's like. TV and music, not film. The Oklahoma yeah. Film and Music Office. There we they go. Are, okay. They That's are the film commission for the state. Yeah, yeah. I, I get stuck yeah. on things sometimes. I have to make sure yeah. I got them wrong. But uh, anyway, he's been, he, what a tremendous asset he is. Oh, and, gosh, uh, he's he, awesome. He's been so helpful and so supportive. We've had meeting after meeting after meeting as we're doing this. And then he told me about the, uh, the Oklahoma Film Friendly uh, Community Project or, or program. And I said, that's something I want to be a part of. So I was able to push our community enough, fast enough, and um, to be able to become the first community in Oklahoma to be, uh, you know, a uh, certified Oklahoma film friendly. Film friendly. Yeah. Wow. So we got that. We got the little logo on the website. It's really cool. Next to our big logo. Yes. And, uh, I oh, was yeah, really, I did. I see it. Yeah. First. Well, yeah. first. I was really excited about it. And uh, one of the requirements was to be able to integrate or to have your... Um, permit online with, I mean, permit online, a lot of people can do that. That's nothing really hard about that, but to have it integrated. So whenever they fill that out, that goes directly into our system. And then all these little processes begin in the background. That was the key to it. That came from Yosef saying, this is part of the requirement. So what they set up and Yosef and the, the whole group over there set up and the, the, the entire group has been incredibly uh, supportive of what we've been wanting to do and what we're trying to do. And, uh, and the, the, the feedback, the information. I got in trouble once because I mentioned in an article a director by name. <laughs> no, it was okay because he, you know, he kind of became a friend, and uh, yeah. so he said, "I don't care about that." But Joseph said, "You need to be careful." <laughs> what I am now. So thank you, yeah. Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not here. Brian name drops way too much. Brian, I do. Gross. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> we the love it. The other day I was talking to old Cheryl Crow. <laughs> we love it. We eat it up. I do. Yeah. I personally do. <laughs> well, if, uh, if Brian, if you read my uh, my little thing that I typed out, wherever you yeah. have to ask me questions and stuff, you know, uh, I like Katie Sackhoff. Yeah. You know who she is, don't you? Uh, I, I think so. Yeah, she was, uh, she's Bo-Katan from uh, Oh, yes. Mandalorian. Freaking Mandalorian. yes. <laughs> And uh, so uh, that's one of the things, one of the funny things you said, you know, what, what do you want to get out of being in the uh, industry? And obviously I want to help El Reno. Yeah. And uh, I, I want to, I, I love telling stories and I love reading stories and I love thinking that we're going to have some little part of being able to make a director's vision come true. Yeah. Now, you know, that's kind of what everybody says, but it's really, really, really what we feel. But then I put at the end of that end of it, and I think I bolded it in fact, and I said, and to meet Katie Sackhoff. Right. <laughs> yeah, my, yeah, yeah. Look, my wife knows all about yeah. it. She, she knows all about it. She's got like a George Clooney type thing. Oh, it's yeah. George. That's my mom's too. Or we, we, we all love George, to be honest. You know, I think any woman's love George. Everyone has this little fictionary list. These are your yeah. movie, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, Halle Berry is on mine. And about three weeks yeah. ago, I went to, I was in a liquor store and uh, I was, you know, buying some scotch. And uh, there was a lady in there that looked like Halle Berry. So I texted my wife. What about a girl who looks like Kelly yeah. Berry? Bucket list not. check. <laughs> I love I, it. I, I, my, my big one is uh, Hugh Jackman. I can die happy. Hugh Jackman. Oh, Hugh oh gosh. Yeah, for yeah. sure. For that, sure. That much talent and that good looking is not, it just shouldn't happen. It's wrong. It's just, it's just, it's not, it's right. just uh, not appropriate. Yeah. 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 Mine will always yeah, and I mean, forever. His claws any day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to have, I just want to meet Steve Carell. And I wasn't, it, did Lainey meet Steve Carell? Someone, one of my friends at one point, no, it wasn't Lainey, but someone met yeah. Steve Carell near in my inner circle. And I was like, I'll never forgive you for me not being with you at the time. I just yeah. won't. I knew I needed to be there. Yeah. Someday. <laughs> just give it time. You know what? I feel, I feel in my heart that Carell and Jackman, all they're the going to be together on our podcast. I'm going to wish it That's, into existence. Yes. Done. <laughs> Speak it into this into the universe. <laughs> all right, let's and make that's, it happen. Yeah, that'll be our last episode. Let's make it happen. Let's make it, <laughs> all these people happen. Yeah. Let's get those guys in Oklahoma. Let's get the talent in Oklahoma. And then I'll throw another mixer together. Yes. There you go. I'll pay for their drinks. <laughs> and then you'll like introduce it. me to Hugh. And <laughs> you know, and then we'll become best friends. And then right. I'll become his personal assistant. And you know, 
The rest is history. The rest is history. There you go. As, as I say in show business. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, dude, this has been so cool talking to you and just talking about everything that's going on in El Reno. We're, we're, we are so excited to see what yes. you hold with all this. Truly, um, it's, it, it's so exciting to hear that all this happening so quickly, too. It's amazing. Yeah. It's incredible. It just, Real quick. It, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, no. I wouldn't. I was just, I was going to do a Steve thing. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say real quick, if you could uh, tell us where we could find you online so we can stock you and you know, lug yourself. Yes. Uh, employ well, the lo wonderful locations. Um, obviously the website, uh, ertvfilm.org. Hold on. It is ertvfilm.org. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm awful at that sometimes. <laughs> You know, you know, I'll, you, I'll edit that perfectly. So it's <laughs> you got all this stuff in your head. But yeah. uh, on, on Facebook, we're we're on Facebook. We've got a really good active Facebook page, and uh, I, I do some throwbacks because we've had quite a few films done here. In fact, one of my good friends had a really close picture of Tom Cruise whenever he was here filming. Uh, um, oh, far and away. Oh no, no, not far and away. But that, oh, that's a good call. I forgot about that far and away. Far and away. Uh, uh, no, uh, Rain Man. Rain, Rain Man. Man. Oh, Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was interestingly enough, I was in the crowd then but i uh that that same time because there were two days that they were shooting at that hotel out there and it was one of the pivotal scenes of of the movie which was really really fantastic that it was shot in el reno supposed to be amarillo but we yeah. we, we don't really talk about that in el reno and yeah. uh but i was in the i was in the the crowd that day and i got to see dustin hoffman and tom cruise tom cruise wearing an osu shirt and i'm an ou guy so <laughs> i wasn't proud about that but it's here he's trying to wrap it up and uh but, but that was really cool that that was, uh, you know, that was one of the greatest things that had happened in El Reno. Uh, wow. Moving, moving up to that point. So we, we did, we try to do some stuff like that. I, uh, I follow everybody. I think I've, you know, I, 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 I really want to promote and help in any level, in any way that I can promote the film industry in Oklahoma. So I don't care if they're looking for, you know, people for the Scorsese movie, you know, we've got a lot of of, of indigenous people here so i want to mm -hmm. put that out there because we have resources and even mm -hmm. if they have to drive up there to be part of it would be you know it'd be fantastic for for them and for them yeah. to get a bite of this fun exciting energetic industry uh, i I'd, I'd like to see that happen um i'm on facebook i'm OU steve OU. oh you really are true oh you man i'm osu but it's okay we're still talking we're, we're gonna no, make I, it through I, this no i, I talked to my wife and i because i used to wear a visor all the time <laughs> visor my bob stoops visor and uh, <laughs> i wear it all the time she said steve no no brand yeah. no <laughs> so i didn't it's funny whenever they shot that movie here uh i've got i've got OU stuff all over and yeah. i came for, uh right whenever they're getting ready to shoot and the director said you need to walk through this is really cool so I did all my OU stuff was gone. I said, uh, yeah, yeah. We don't have licensing for that. No brand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The good news is when they when they left the next morning, they put it all back right where I had it. So I didn't have to touch a thing. So that's so cool. That was good stuff. <laughs> well, dude, thank you again for your time. Uh, we're we're definitely gonna keep in touch with you, and uh, I'm excited to see what the future holds. Mm -hmm. I think it holds, it holds a lot for all of us, and uh, yeah. I think we all embrace it and uh, work it the best we can, keep the experiences for everybody good. Um, and I think we have a recipe for something special that the world's gonna take knowledge of. Thank you so much to Steve Maddox again for uh, that whole conversation. I, I like that, it's so exciting to hear new things happening all the time, growing quickly right? and, and, to, and to hear people passionate about it and pouring money into it now, finally. Right. Yeah. And, and, and time and energy and effort. It's so awesome. It's exciting. It's so exciting. It's starting to blossom like my pickle business. Ah, I want to go to El Reno and film something, but right? I'm too far away. That's that is true. You should really run it by Aaron about maybe moving back or like coming coming up with some kind of elaborate commuting situation. I mean, I can fly there now. I could fly directly. I could fly from Toledo to hey. El Reno. What? And just for uh, to film a sketch or something that we we need to do, yeah. and and or just maybe we to just do need like to an do improv some show. Yes, I was just saying maybe we just need to do like a duo. We need to start like a duo of improv again, and and just lean into it. Yeah. I haven't done it in way too long, dude. Way I don't too know long. about you, but like the quarantine just like derailed all. It's improv. wrecked it for me. It's wrecked it. I have, although I will say, okay, so. Lenny and I were playing, uh, we were playing Connect Four the other night mm. and she was kicking my butt. Mm -hmm. so she was like, all right, fine. Okay, why don't we play a word association game? 
And I was like, this is, she was like, she, this is your realm. Okay. So let's okay. play your game. And I was like, okay. And there was a cucumber sitting on the side of the table. And it was this <laughs> cucumber. It was very big. You're just using that cucumber for everything. And I, and I was like, well, I know what she's going to say. So yeah. we, were, we were playing, we were playing, uh, what's it called? Mind meld? Yeah. Three, three you count down three. Three, two, two one. one. Cucumber. And then say the first yeah. thing that comes to mind and she, and we both said cucumber. It was the first thing that both of us said. And I was just like, <laughs> and it freaked her out. <laughs> I'm awesome. She was like, <laughs> Did you read my mind? Don't challenge an improviser to <laughs> yeah. meld with you, you I know, newbie. I know what's up here. <laughs> oh, golly. If we did a mind meld right now, I would be completely the opposite of what you're thinking because I can't guess anymore. The, be- yeah. the closest I come to like word association or mind melding is just shouting things at my kids when they need something and I'm trying to interpret what they're saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everly, Everly talking to her patty. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then Oliver, Oliver, he, he, he hit you. He hugged you. He bit you. What is it? What is it? What it, that's the best I got. It's yeah. Bad. That's, that's your improv warmups. Basically. Just, uh, interpreting child talk. Yeah. I think that, I think it'd be fun if we just, uh, we haven't done improv on the show in a couple episodes, I think. Yeah. And we are both rusty as crap. Yep, so, and embarrassed about it too, or at least yeah. I am. I won't give shame upon Brian. I just only put shame upon myself. I'm embarrassed. It's like been yeah. so long, and I, I don't know how to feel about I it. I put shame upon me for both of us. Just <laughs> like, yeah, like I just haven't had. I just have. There's been no opportunity because it's yeah. weird to play an improv show. First of all, with a mask. Well, yeah, that's hard enough as is. Appl- applause to the people who were willing to do it, but that wasn't the circumstances I could find in in here. And for, it's like, it just life changed things. Yeah. And then on top of that, doing it for no audience at all. I know, like online and hoping, I mean, oh, it's which weird. is what we're doing right now, but whatever. It, I feel like what we're doing here is a little, it's a little different because you and I hang out all the time anyway. And it's, that's, it's true. Basically, it, that's how it feels. It's like, we're just kind of shooting the breeze. It's anyway, very natural at least. Fun. Yeah. But like to do a show, to like do an actual show where yeah. you're all on a stage, but playing to a, a dead eye. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I felt so Aaron, my husband's watching the uh, the tennis, uh, Wimbledon or not Wimbledon. Um, yeah. Wimbledon right now. And um, it's like, you know, them playing to a crowd versus them playing to no one last year was so, it's so weird and you can feel it in the energy of the player and i I just i mean improv improvs like that like you do Mm -hmm. need the energy of the crowd but i mean i'm sure that you can get some engagement but still it's just been a tough year like it's been wild i say let's let's play just some basic this the next few episodes is going to be this the tail segment of each episode is going to be brian and kelly Try improv. <laughs> learn improv. I like that because you know if I were able to take a class at Toledo, like they have some stuff that they haven't started quite yet, but I'm ready to go level one, like yeah. basic. Yeah. You want to do? Uh, let's do. Um, oh, a clover. Okay. So a clover for the listeners is a is a very simple word association word warm up game where it's called A to C thinking. So like mm-hmm. A to B thinking would be like melon, pickle. So, so they're, they're closely related, but A to C thinking would be like skipping that second one and trying to find the thing associated with that, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, like mentally. So in your, yeah, you're gonna, you know, hear the, hear the word that is said to you. You're gonna think of the next thing that you think of and then think of the next thing. Yeah. Making a little clover. Yeah. And so a clover, this particular warm-up game, we're gonna we're gonna word association our way out from the central from the first word. We're gonna word association our way out, and then we're gonna find our way back to that first word. Mm-hmm. So that's <laughs> I haven't done this in forever. So everyone buckle up. This will be great. <laughs> It'll be great. Okay. So Kelly, actually I'll tell you what, uh, we're gonna bring in our intern Courtney, who has she's been hiding in the rafters this whole time taking notes (laughs) Courtney uh why don't you give us just a um just an object 
plant. This <laughs> is putting her on the spot. I mean, I have like seven plants in my room, so plant. Plant. Oh, a plant. Okay. Plant. All right. Um, rosebud. <clears throat> uh, Sleeping Beauty. Mm. Uh, uh, dwarves. Narwhals. <laughs> Seaweed. Uh, pixies. Plants. Hey, there you go. Hey, that's pretty good. That was yeah, pretty. We yeah, we got there. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, let's get another suggestion from Courtney. Yes, what please. What should What should she? We'll do, do it faster. Let's do it faster. Yeah. Just to just to make us go faster. <laughs> go faster. Drawing. A drawing. Okay. Drawing. Mm. Uh, uh, Picasso. Um, cluster. Cells. Um, bacteria. Masks. Uh, COVID. <laughs> Charts. Uh, look at this photograph. Artist. <laughs> <laughs> Drawings. Drawings. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was okay. This is good. I like. I feel like I'm getting the creative juice flowing. A little, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Shake off the shyness. Shake All off right. the shyness. You think we got enough in us to do a three line scene? Let's do it. Let's try a few. Let's try a few three line scenes. I'd like to do that. Okay. All right. So, yeah. three, yeah, to remind us what a three line scene is. All right. Three line scene. You're just gonna be. It's usually two people, right? So two people, just us, and one person will say the first line. The next person will say line B. And the first person will finish the scene with that third line. One, two, three. Yeah. Just like the that. The goal is in this three line conversation is to establish the who, the what, and the where. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Your basics of scene building very quickly brought together succinctly. Yeah. Brought to you by two people that are rusty as hell. <laughs> and I, I don't know what I'm saying. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, Courtney. Uh, uh, hiding in the rafters. Uh, give us a location. Hiding in the rafters. <laughs> the Phantom of the just, Opera. I'm just sitting here like, is it my turn? Um, <laughs> I think this is our first woods. time actually bringing you onto the actual show. Yeah, it's exciting I though. I, I like it. Feel nervous. Yeah, we, it's all right. We 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 do too. You said the woods. The woods. The woods. The woods. Okay. All right. All right. Okay, here we go. All right, little Miss Red Riding Hood. Where are all the snacks? I'm not telling you anything, you big, hairy, stinky wolf. Get out of this house. All right, fine. But before I go, I'm gonna huff and I'm gonna puff and I'm gonna, I'm in the wrong fairy tale, aren't I? Yes. And scene. <laughs> scene. <laughs> so we, where were we? We're, we're in a house. In the woods. A house in, in the, the woods. woods. Yep. And it was Little Miss Red. What is it? Little Red Riding Hood <laughs> and the wolf. And the looking wolf. Looking for, you're, you were looking for snacks. There you go. There you go. Perfect three lines, everybody. There you go. That's how you improv. Yeah, that's how it's done, Second <laughs> City. All right, take some notes. <laughs> Why am I not there right now? Oh yeah. yeah. Freaking uh, owning it on main stage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let's get, Courtney, give us um, a relationship. Oh, that's a good one. A relationship, uh, like how so? Like father, daughter, coworkers, uh, teacher, student, etc. Murderer, Coworkers, that's always messy. Coworkers. Coworkers, right. okay. All right, so I started the last one, so Kelly- All right. Oh my, Brenda, come here, come here, come closer, come closer. Come here, in the, in the stall, get in the stall. I have to tell you something very important, come here. You're getting fired today. Okay, well, um, that's a weird thing to find out from my assistant. Who is you? 
I just, I felt like you would want to be somewhere private, like, and grieve before you get fired. So I was trying to be respectful. Okay, well, I'm glad that you told me before I unloaded this this baggage that I've been carrying all day that I was going to unload in this tuile because now I'm taking it down on this office. And you know what? You're staying here. Yes. <laughs> As I was a four-line scene. <laughs> yeah. But we were Brenda and the assistant in a bathroom stall. <laughs> yeah, telling exactly. secrets. Yeah, telling secrets about me getting fired. Yeah, you were getting fired. Yeah. Intel, in secret, insider, insider knowledge. Yeah. And that's how it's done. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to so listen to this because... later and be like, oh my gosh, we can't even play this on it. Yeah. It's on Instagram, but we can't put it on the episode. You can so tell how long it's been for us because of the giant gaping pregnant pauses between. Yes. There's not. Saying. You can literally see the wheels turning in my head of like. Yeah. Like, oh, yes. I'm listening to what he's saying. But you know what? That's how you do it. You got to listen to what they're saying and process it. And if it takes my brain, my silly, cold, pathetic, <laughs> slow brain to process it, but at least I'm listening. At least I know I'm listening. Yeah, that is the trick. Step one. And Still then listen. I will start yes anding. I'll listen and yeah. then I'll yes and. So it all starts, you know what? If you got a goal out there or if you're trying to get a film made, or if you, you're, you know, you got a film commission that you're launching and you're trying to make things explode, it all starts small. Be willing to make mistakes, be willing to embarrass yourself, and be willing to make the best freaking segue out of an outro you've ever heard. Do you see what I just did? Freaking mind blowing. We're amazing. Yeah, improv. Didn't piece. even see it coming. Didn't Transition. See it coming. Next time we're not to... doing transitions so they can feel how harsh it could be Whoa. if you weren't so smooth, Brian. I had to figure out how to wrap up this episode. And you know what? <laughs> That's not a big pickle. <laughs> <laughs> ding! Uh, yeah, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> All right, well, if you liked what you heard and you'd like to be a part of it yourself, visit us on patreon.com slash show or on our Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok run mm. by our own intern over in the rafters, Courtney. Courtney. One day she'll come out of the rafters. Out of she the will, rafters. She will come down from the rafters and be present among us. That sounded really weird. She's really cool. She's pretty great. She's yeah. okay. Yeah. Don't get a big head, Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys in the next week. And that's it. <laughs> Bye. Harmless Media Podcast recorded at Tower Studios in Oklahoma City. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. If you're a business or industry professional that would like to advertise on the podcast, email info at okishowshow.com. Rates starting as low as $25.